Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Now back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Our number two solo mission here, Donnie Wrightside. Thank you to the Sportsbook Consigliere for joining me for a nice portion of our number one. But our number two, we're going to get down to some business here on handicapping some Major League Baseball games. A lot of good spots there. We'll get to that momentarily. But also, uh, tomorrow's game, JP is going with a bet between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. I actually already went with a little bit earlier today. Nikola Jokic over 28.5 points. He's up to 29.5 points now. So that is on the move. But JP, what are we looking at tomorrow? Side, total, prop? We're looking at a points prop, and I I would call this X-Man's guy. So that's why we're rolling with it. All right, X-Man's guy here. So if we're looking for a prop, Jokic, Murray. Is Murray his guy? I don't think Jimmy Butler's his guy. Because he was on that Celtics bandwagon. So I don't think he's going with anybody on the Heat. I got to go with the Nuggets. And did I guess the right guy in Jamal Murray? You did indeed. Let's take his points over that 24 and a half. Yep, I like it. I think we get some offense tomorrow. No doubt about it. Now, something popped up, JP, on my Twitter feed here that I need to ask you this question right now. What will the price of one Bitcoin be at the end of 2023, which obviously is December 31st of this year, the two numbers over 21,500 at minus 170 or under 21,500. Now, keep in mind, this was peaking at close to 30, I believe, just a little while ago. It's dipping down a bit, but that would mean another like four grand off of that number. Where is Bitcoin by basically January 1 of next year? Doesn't look great by January 1 of next year. Uh, SEC just filed lawsuits against Binance, Coinbase. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a disaster right now. And they're going to hold that up, and that's going to keep the price and fluctuation while this market's not doing the best. So I would take the under, but if we're talking two years from now, I would hammer, hammer the over 30. Because I I don't know where some of these accounts come from. Not on what that over-under is. Obviously, that's a betting account. But I do see people like, hey, by the way, in 10 years, Bitcoin's going to be a million dollars a coin. Like, is there any wild chances that – because most people say, like, well, I bought Bitcoin at a dollar and I held it and I'm a millionaire now, which 99.999% of the public didn't do. And certainly, if it was worth a dollar and then rose up to 10,000, they probably sold most anyway. Very rarely anybody held on from day one and is still there with tons and tons of Bitcoin, but is there a legitimate chance that like one bit, like, hey, I buy it at 20 grand, and in two years, or three years, it's at a million dollars per coin. Is that even possible? 
I mean, hypothetically, I mean, if you just look at like the way inflation goes, debt, debt, and how this is uh, something that becomes deflationary. I mean, in Mm -hmm. that sense, yes, but it's not something that I see happening while I'm alive, if that's the Mm. question. Man, a million, imagine that million dollars of coin. Where'd you even hide it? Where'd you even get it? People be getting their wallets jacked all over the place over here, forgetting past. You think it's easy for me every once in a while, I'll log in and be like, man, I'm on uh, DraftKings. What is my password again? Because it's different than FanDuel. It's different than Bet365. It's different than Caesars. It's different than MGM. I can only imagine myself being like, hey, hon, I got three Bitcoin worth a million bucks a piece. What was that wallet again? What is the password to get into it again? Oops, looks like I only have two more tries to go. Oh, miss me with all that stuff. My goodness here. But. Interesting nonetheless, because if we are gamblers, certainly you are taking a gamble, whether it's the stock market or into Bitcoin or, you know, digital coins, whatever. It'll be interesting to see where that actually goes at this point. All right. Now, tomorrow is the NBA Finals as they resume game number three. As I told you, I'm big on Nikola Jokic tomorrow night. I think he goes off. Not because it's just that, well, he's a good basketball player and he can always score points. But I think the Miami Heat might be pressing down on what actually worked in game number two. Let Nikola Jokic shoot close to 30 times and shut down everybody else. If that's going to be the case, well, also, that's why that number is on the move. 28 and a half earlier today. That now sits at 29 and a half for Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray, 24 and a half. That's where JP is going tomorrow. A lot of topics that we hit. Had some fun with there, including in our number one, Live Golf, where that winds up, how much money comes into it, what it actually means. There's no change except for the Live Golf Tour players can now finally just be at peace and know that they can play in the majors as long as they're having decent tournaments there in Live Golf, the World Tour. They also can live. The PGA Tour can eat. And also, how about like super competitions now? Are we going to mix and match? Is the PGA Tour and Live Golf just going to combine and say we're going to play like a world, you know, field? Where we would play in Saudi Arabia, we would play in the United Emirates, we're going to play in Ireland, we're going to play in the United States, we're going to play in Australia, we're going to play in China. See where I'm going with that? I don't know. But my goodness, if you want to have a, you know, back to our wrestling days from the 1990s, the WCW versus the NWO, have that one event, PGA versus Live Golf, massive prices, massive packages. Are they going to have like a team atmosphere like Live Golf has where it translates over to the PJ Tour? Is the PJ Tour going to play three rounds instead of four? Is Live Golf going to go to four rounds here? I don't know what actually changes on the back end of it, but one thing is for sure, Live Golf is in charge here, it looks like, of the PJ Tour and the World Tour, and what they say is going to go, and my, I can't even imagine it now. How great is that? The people, once again, the players, I should say, that took the money to go to this, And basically told, you can't come back. You're not going to be able to come back to the PGA Tour. We're going to ban you. You're going to get fined. We're going to sue you. Walk into that locker room today and go, hey, yo, buddy, we're playing for the same purse this week. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's great. I got $100 million in my bank account more than you because I went for one year to play in Live Golf. Now Live Golf owns the PGA Tour. You don't get that signing bonus money. I got it, and I'm enjoying everything and all the benefits from that cash here. But next, we're going to get after Major League Baseball. We're going to start handicapping. I'm going to hit every single game today and see if we have edges, which we do. Come on back. It's Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Number two, rolling along. Let's spend some time and talk some Major League Baseball. Now, granted, tomorrow, we do have some day games. Today, no day games, all night games. I got the card mapped out today. I'm ready to have some fun and get after it. Uh, before we do that, let's get to the phone lines here. 844-843-6879. Chris from Austin is calling in. He's ready to go on a Tuesday on Monday Line. Talk to me, Chris. What do you got, man? Mr. DRS, man, how are you this afternoon? I uh, hello there. I hope you guys check. Right? I hope you guys check the tape. Right, that was the five and zero Vegas. Vegas. Bring it, Astros, Rangers, Astros over. Smoke, check all smoke. <laughs> yep, easy too. Man, it was, easy. It, was, it feels good. It was, wasn't it? Man, man, I was like, wow, well, God. I thought I, I never uh, understood how Houston at plus one fifteen against Manoa. In Toronto, that that was a gift. And the nine, I think it was nine, nine and a half. We got six or seven runs in the first inning. It was it was a great thing. But that was Bashing. yesterday. And I was mm-hmm. I was talking with JP, uh, uh, Mr. Right Side, and mm-hmm. the sports concede. Uh, Dave, he's going to do that uh, that proxy yes. man. I, w- I was at uh, the Circa for the mm-hmm. start of the NFL season last. One, there you my go. Navy buddy and I we met there. Spent uh, three days there. And so I didn't really understand how the proxy thing worked, and it was, you know, a thousand bucks, and I was like, eh, not quite sure if I want to do it. But hearing hearing that from him, man, I might join you and Moose yeah, and fun. all of you, uh, all of us. Right, man, sounds like fun, but I might do that, man, because, uh, yeah, you know, that, that contest is fun, the Survivor and the, uh, the you know, the, the uh, point spread uh, super contest is, is, is fun, but... Uh, man, I was looking at the board today on the uh, the baseball, and I don't know what you're looking at, but I'm I, I didn't I didn't really like the card as much as I did yesterday. Well, there wasn't anything jumping out to me. I'm trying to pull up my bets, man, but I said, what? Damn, internet's wrong. But I was thinking the Chicago the Chicago mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, game tonight. I think I'm gonna take a try. Uh, I think I heard you guys against the Angels. I think I'm gonna give a shot with the Cubs tonight. And San Francisco seems like a no-brainer, right? I didn't touch that total. I see it's come down to 12. But San Francisco yeah. seems like a, a, a no-brainer, man. They're, they're, they're a good road team. The team is playing better baseball than what a lot of people thought they would to start the game. And, you know, that, uh, 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 DRS, that Oakland bet is too easy, right? Sometimes I get <laughs> nervous 
about about that, right? It's like, damn, this this is too easy. But when a, that stat you gave earlier, only two wins from the starting pitchers, the whole team, the whole year. It's bad. Man, it's yeah. hard not to take that, huh? It's it hard is. not to take it's that. So I, I, Five yeah. total wins on the road for Oakland this year, which is out, outrageous to even begin talking about. But that's the way it is here. It, it is very interesting at that point, though. But that should be a uh, a certified butt kick in there. But I got to tell you. There's a lot of good things to like about the card today. There's a nice mix. Like if you're an underbacker or a sidebacker, there's a lot of really good pitchers on the mound today. Because if we're looking just over the past, you know, just over a month, uh, 29 pitchers rated today that have thrown at least 10 innings since May 1st. And again, the reason why we do this, I always like to be honest with you and say, you know what, take a little glimpse here into my, like, you know, psyche here. And we take a look at that, Chris. It's just that I want a pitcher that has enough innings under the belt, but not too many, right? Because who cares if somebody dominated at the end of March or early April or midway through April? I want to see how these guys are playing now, hitters and pitchers alike. And there's a good mix out there. Like, there's bad pitchers today and really good pitchers today. So if you like something on the eye plane, it's certainly going to fit that part here. Is Crystal on the line here, JP? Is he going? Oh, there you go. Yep. I like, um, I, I'm looking at Gosling. Uh, and, and the mm-hmm. Dodgers, uh, I, I did play the Dodgers. And the, uh, oh, they were cheap too, weren't they? No, what was that cheap one? Um, and and the, uh, I can't, man, I don't have my, my plays out in front of me. Uh, but I, I do like um, the Orioles in Milwaukee. Peralta's been bad, mm-hmm. man. He's been bad the whole year, home and away. Eight and a half seems light. I think I like the over there uh, with that uh, Gibson. He'll give up a few runs. You figure the, the Brewers still can hit. At home, they're a better home than mm-hmm. our road team. And uh, but I'm with the Astro. I mean, with the Orioles tonight. I'm going to stay away from my plays that have been working. You know, you were talking a couple of days ago about biases and making yes. sure that when you're making a bet, you kind of got to remove your biases. And sometimes Correct. I feel like it's a bias, even though the play <laughs> may be the play. I'm just, I'm yes. like, you know, I'm going to take that advice of yours and kind of stay away. So it's the uh, the Cubs. It's the Orioles, the Orioles over, it's the Dodgers, um, and I like that over in Milwaukee at eight and a half, and um, you think, I heard you saying earlier, the Blue Jays seem like that's a, that's a bounce back, but that's kind of the wrong team and the wrong pitch to bounce back on, even though Cosman is solid, yeah, that's probably a pass, I don't know. Yeah, Brown's really and good. Then, uh, the he Diamonds. Really yeah, man, they're comparing him to Verlander, I think you guys were talking about that earlier with his stuff, man. It's hard for me to get a Ranger in an Astro game because with the MLB extra innings, you don't. I don't and being in Austin, I don't get the Astros or the Rangers. Oh, they black them it's out. A nationwide yeah. broadcast. Gotcha. Yeah, and I don't live in either city. So, but anyway, man. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to call in. Thanks for the information from Katsig, and uh, I take a lot of your advice. Uh, there you go, man. Last night you talked me off of, and uh, but anyway, thank you, Don. Love you guys. You guys stay safe. Peace. You got it, man. There he is. Chris checking in from Austin. Way to go on that. You know, nice little easy night last night. Also, we're cheering along his bet, too, with Nikola Jokic. I believe it's, is it the outscore Jimmy Butler every single game? I believe it is. So two down, and hopefully if he total series scored, gotcha. So there you go. So he's ready to rock and roll with that bet and have some fun with that. But also, let's get back to because we're running up the uh, segment here. I just want to make sure that we get involved just to start this off in Major League Baseball. 29 pitchers today on the card that we have. They range between XFIP minuses of 55, which is absolutely sensational, and 149. Yeah, you heard that right. An XFIP minus of 149 when the Major League Baseball average 
is 100. We're picking on a pitcher today at 149. So let's go over some of the better pitchers that we anticipate today. Based, again, on roughly the last, since May 1st. So what is it, about 35 days or so, just over a month. Best pitcher on the card today, XFIP minus number, Mitch Keller at a 55. Hunter Brown, just talk, talked about it there with Chris, going up against Gaussman. He's number two on the card at a 59 XFIP minus. By the way, Kevin Gaussman is 73. That should be a very, very good pitching duel. Low Sierras, low XFIP numbers for both of those guys should be a good one. Zach Eflin, previous pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies, now down with the Tampa Bay Rays. He's got a 74 XFIP minus over the past 35 days. If we slide it down, some of the more average guys out here, Luke Weaver of Cincinnati at a 100. Louis Varland. Minnesota Twins, 94. Dane Dunning, 92. Zach Greinke, 91. So all viable options there based on how they've done. Now, the guys at over 100, no surprise here we're going to talk about Shane Bieber, who a Cy Young candidate is what we thought would be. Hasn't been very good this year. He's at a 105, which isn't terrible. But if we start to slide that needle down just a little bit here, Taiwan Walker, who should be able to have a good game against the Detroit Tigers because they have an impotent offense, He's at a 118 and an ERA of 6.19 over the past 35 days. High Sierra number, high XFIP number. But if we excuse me, keep creeping lower and lower, Matthew Libertor, St. Louis Cardinals. You know who they're playing today, right? Texas Rangers, a 119 XFIP minus and a 511 Sierra number. James Caprillion, 27th out of 29 pitchers. He comes in with a 124 XFIP minus and a monster Sierra number and also XFIP. Jake Irvin, pitcher for the Washington Nationals, a 136 XFIP minus. And the guy we are targeting today for our favorite team total, that's Tyler Anderson of the Los Angeles Angels, coming in with an XFIP minus of a 149, which equates to an XFIP of 6.29 and a Sierra worst today, 6.17. Defense, no defense, it doesn't matter. Tyler Anderson is a really, really bad pitcher, and we're going to take advantage of that. Now, I just wanted to go over some of those pitchers we're looking at. Now, we're going to hit the card in its entirety, zip through it over the next two segments to make sure we touch on everything. And there's some really good stuff to take a look at. RBI should be in gear for tonight. Team total certainly in gear. I have one that I absolutely love tonight that we're going to go over in the next two segments. Make sure you keep the dial here. It's a Tuesday afternoon. Donnie Wright's at Talking Major League Baseball right here on Moneyline. I'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. 
That means your priorities are vanguards too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Let's get after it. Handicapping 101. Let's get it started here on Moneyline. Donnie Wright's out here Tuesday afternoon. Nothing live on the Major League Baseball card, which we will have tomorrow. But let's get into the night's card. Detroit Tigers, Philadelphia Phillies, Alexander versus Walker on the mound. Heavy favorite here at the FanDuel Sportsbook for the Philadelphia Phillies. At a minus 188 price and a total listed at 9. First thing that we'll do is we will check the updated weather conditions here for the Philadelphia Phillies game. 78 degrees here in the city of brotherly love. A wind that's actually blowing in from 12 miles an hour from the left field stands. Chance of rain here late afternoon, but doesn't look like it's going to affect the game there. Also keep in mind, with the wind blowing in, there is a massive scoreboard out there in left field that blocks a lot of the wind. So something always to keep an eye on there. But decent weather conditions. Why? Because it's close to 80 degrees. Now let's take a look at this Detroit Tigers lineup and how it profiles over the past 30 days. It doesn't. How about that? Zach McKinstry, left-handed batter. Badu, left-handed batter, weighted on base percentages for those two against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days, very good. 376 and 368, respectively, here. Taiwan Walker, who's not been very good for the Philadelphia Phillies, and is a low strikeout guy, striking out under 14% of the batters that he's faced over the past 30 days. His splits actually are okay. 164 ISO power number to lefties, 80, meaning .080, against right-handed batters. So keeping the ball in the yard, that's what you look for. Ground ball percentage close to 50%. That's what you want. But basically, the same way it was yesterday, the Phillies were a heavy favorite and Aaron Nola was on the mound. Nola hasn't been performing all that well, but I told you, I thought the Phillies had the better pitcher on the mound yesterday, which they did, and the better lineup at the plate, which they did. The Phillies are much more talented here than the Detroit Tigers, but the Phillies as a favorite haven't been all that lucrative this season so far. Yesterday, maybe turning a little bit of the tide, heavy favorite, one easy. I don't know if they'll win easier tonight because they won by five runs yesterday, but Taiwan Walker should have some success because outside of McKinstry and Badu, everybody stinks in that lineup against right-handed pitching. So if we flip it over to the Philadelphia Phillies going up against Alexander the lefty, he's faced 31 batters over the past 30 days from the right side. They've really gotten to him. A 476 weighted on base percentage and an ISO power number of 200. Now, Alexander's a lefty. He's done very well against lefty batters. He's only faced 11 of those, but a zero ISO power number and a weighted on base percentage of 144. So if we're saying to ourselves the left-handed batters in the lineup tonight, Schwarber, Harper, Stott, Marsh, you probably want to stay away from those and focus more on the right-handed batters, which have had some success here against Alexander over the past month. Nick Castellanos coming into his own, 366 weighted on base percentage against left-handed pitching over the past month. Trey Turner, a 265 ISO power number, had a tremendous night last night at the plate. Four of five, couple home runs. JT Realmuto seeing the ball quite fondly there. Had a 240 ISO power number against left-handed pitching. Now, Stott has actually raked left-handed pitching, so has Schwarber. But again, we're going on matchups here. We're not going up against Alexander to say, well, he's a bad pitcher, so lefty or righty should get after him. The numbers say over the past month, you want to lean towards the right side there. So, 
We'll leave that with the Phillies and the Tigers. A couple RBI chances here. Kansas City and Miami. A lot of runs last night. Now today, Luzardo versus Granke. A heavy favorite for the Miami Marlins at a minus 164 price. The total here between the Royals and the Marlins, only 7.5 tonight. Big ballpark, pitcher's ballpark, that is true. If we take a look at Zach Granke tonight, who is a right-handed pitcher, he's going to get a lot of bats faced from the right-hand side. And you would say, like, how does he fare? Fares extremely well against right-handed pitching. Last 30 days, 60 batters he's faced, a 160 weighted on base percentage, and an ISO power number of 018. Sensational. Where Granke tends to get in trouble, though, is against left-handed batters. To the tune of a 353 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 250. So if we're looking at the lineup tonight, Arise, Sanchez, and Wendell. That's it from the left-hand side of what we're anticipating. The rest from the right side. So even though Solaire has been playing well against right-handed pitching, De La Cruz, you know, if we're looking at Cooper, they've all hit right-handed pitching, but they're all right-handed batters, so I sort of want to stay away from that. The one guy, though, close to 400. Now, Louis Arise, a 399 batting average here in 2023. Absolutely sensational. So if we're looking at two players here with RBI possibilities, that would be a rise, and that would be Sanchez here for the Miami Marlins. Flipping over, Jesus Lazardo, the left-handed pitcher, will be on the mound here for the Marlins. Has a nice exfip over the past 30 days at a 3.62 K rate, close to 30%. Now, he's a lefty. He doesn't get left. Excuse me, gets left-handed batters out at a great rate. 25 batters he's faced from the left side over the past 30 days. 0.98 weighted on base percentage. Maybe the lowest I've seen out here outside of zero where nobody's done anything. ISO power number, zero. But he does struggle against right-handed bats. He's going to get some right-handed bats tonight. Bobby Witt Jr., 269 weighted on base percentage and an ISO 440 against left-handed pitching over the past 30 days. Some of that you might want to include into your lineup. And also Garcia, estimated batting sixth tonight. A 227 ISO power number and a 446 weighted on base percentage. But quite frankly, I don't like the game all that much. I think it has a tendency possibly to stay under. Not enough hot bats in that lineup. I'll pass on that game altogether. But if you're looking at just some options, the ones I just went over, maybe make a little bit of sense here. Minnesota Twins, Tampa Bay Rays, Varlin versus Eflin on the mound. Eflin's had a very good past 30 days with XFIP at 3.77. Weighted on base percentage between lefties and righties. Very good numbers. Very good splits. 268 to lefties, 289 to righties. Looking at the lineup today, I don't know if you're going, I guess, left-handed batters. Polanco leading off at a 250 ISO against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. Lewis, a 318 ISO power number. But again, not in love there. Not looking for the Twins on the road here to do a lot of damage against Zach Eflin. Flip the page over to Varlin. He hasn't been all that terrible. 325 weighted on base percentage of lefties, 276 to righties. Let me just bring up where Varlin was ranked here. On our numbers for XFIP minus. Yeah, it's at a 94 with an ERA of 3.34 over the past 35 days. So one of those lineups where typically you would just say, hey, Donnie, Tampa does damage. Just take them here. I'm going to pass on that game altogether at that point here. Let's take a look at the White Sox and the Yankees. That is going to be Lucas Giolito versus our guy Schmidt. Schmidt's been very good, by the way, from the New York Yankees. Low XFIP number. Splits tremendous. 52 batters from the left side and 091. ISO power number. 111 ISO power number from right-handed batters. He's been really good. Not a lot to love in that batting order there for the Chicago White Sox. If we're taking a look, though, however, at the New York Yankees, And also, weather conditions here. I think they're pretty good. Let me just scroll back. 72 degrees, which isn't bad, but a wind blowing out double digits to that short porch in right field. Now, 
you would say to yourself, okay, what about the left-handed batters in the lineup today for the New York Yankees? Because Lucas Giolito, close to a 5x FIP over the past 30 days. How about this? 37 batters he's faced from the left-hand side, killing it. 499 weighted on base percentage, and an ISO of 367. You know who's in the crosshairs right there? Anthony Rizzo. 229 ISO power number, 335 weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching over the past 76 at-bats for a month. Bowers, a 313 ISO power number from the left-hand side. Calhoun's in the middle of the lineup average, but he is hitting in the four spot. Probably a great shot to get some RBI. Why? Aaron Judge isn't in that lineup tonight. It's a good-looking Yankees lineup, and I do want to focus on the lefty. So Rizzo probably would be a decent play along with Bowers in the middle there. But keep in mind also, Giolito has a strikeout rate just under 25%. It's a lot of strikeouts in that Yankees lineup against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. The guy I told you I think Rizzo would have a legitimate chance tonight, 30% K rate. If you're looking just to go with Giancarlo Stanton, 40% K rate. Limited bat, same thing with Donaldson. But Bowers, another guy that I like from the left side, 32% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. A lot of the times, it's just a matter of putting the ball in play to score a run and get an RBI. So those things a little bit damaging if you're looking from that perspective. But for the Yankees, a favorite today of minus 138 in a total, only listed at 8 with some decent hitting conditions. Arizona and Washington. Henry will be on the mound here for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Irving will be on the mound for the Washington Nationals. Now, if we're taking a look at this game, that is going to be played in Washington, D.C. Let me just line up here and see what we have in the way of weather conditions. 81 degrees with a crosswind of about 10 miles an hour. So it really shouldn't affect the play all that much. But Irvin, as we said, 28th. Out of 29 pitchers on the card today with XFIT minus numbers that are hovering over 135. So that's going to be devastating here, and it should be. Why? He's a right-handed pitcher getting right-handed batters out, but really struggling with lefties. Now, looking at the lineup today, which we know the Arizona Cardinals can throw a ton of lefties at you through straight lefties and also switch hitters. One, two, three, four, five, six out of the nine batters today. Expected from the left-hand side. And again, Irvin's weighted on base percentage against lefties. Horrible. 423. ISO power number elevated at 294. Corbin Carroll sticks out in the middle of that lineup. 85 at-bats against right-handed pitching through the past 30 days. A 257 weighted on base percentage and a weighted on base, per- excuse me, a weighted on base percentage of 383 and a 257 ISO power number. A guy you see me take a lot in RBI props today. Lourdes Goriel, right-handed batter there for the Arizona Diamondbacks. But having said that, we really want to focus on left-handed batters. The best of it, probably going to be Corbin Carroll for this game. If we take a look at the Washington Nationals, Henry will be on the mound with a high XFIP. Now, he's a left-handed pitcher that dominates righties but can't get lefties out. But if we're looking from a lefty perspective, not a lot to love. A guy that I've taken a few times here with RBI props would be Lane Thomas in the leadoff spot here. He's got tremendous numbers against left-handed pitching. However, as I said, Henry threw 94 batters that he's faced from the right side, a 252 weighted on base percentage, and an ISO power number of 140. So it's almost like you're saying to yourself, yeah, that high exit is probably going to catch up. Warmer weather down in Washington. But those numbers aren't perfect. They don't fit it here. So if I'm looking at the best guy in this lineup, probably to get an RBI on both sides, it's probably going to be Corbin Carroll. 
Left-handed batter here for the Arizona Diamondbacks going up against Mr. Irvin. A lot more Major League Baseball to get to. We're going to hit every game on the card and hit the speed burst button. Coming up next, and also, I'll let you know about a team total. You better be on late night tonight. Come on back. It's Money Line on a Tuesday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. We're going to have a blowout today in Pittsburgh? Are we really going to do that? Usually it's the Pittsburgh Pirates getting blown out, but not the case today. The Pittsburgh Pirates, a minus 275 favorite here over the Oakland Athletics. Keller versus Caprillion, one of the biggest mismatches you could possibly have. If we take a look at the XFIT minus numbers today for the past 35 days, Mitch Keller number one today on the card. James Caprillion, 27th. That's why we have that massive number of 275 and a total of 8.5. Keep in mind here, in Pittsburgh today, very good weather conditions. 74 degrees with a wind-blowing dead center field at over double digits. That is a terrible lineup, though, to be honest, with the Oakland Athletics going against a red-hot pitcher that is filthy, low exit, low everything, high K rate, low walk rate, dominating right-handed batters, crushing left-handed batters. They should win easy. Why? Because James Caprillion's also on the mound, an XFIP of over six the past 30 days. The one thing with Caprillion, the right-handed pitcher, he can't get lefties out, so let's go. Marcano in the leadoff position, a lefty, 54 batters, excuse me, 54 plate appearances against right-handed pitching over the past month, 314 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage, 394. He'll eat today. Uh, Reynolds out of the two-hole. He has been struggling against right-handed pitching, but as you line up as a lefty, you can damage James Caprillion. Sawinski out of the four-hole today, a 250 ISO power number. Also, if we're just taking a look at the totality, of the left-handed bats, Marcano, Reynolds, Sawinski, Bay, Palacios. 33 batters James Caprillion has faced from the left side. 427 weighted on base percentage in an ISO of 308. Damage will be done tonight. If you're looking maybe a team total for Pittsburgh, a couple RBI props. 
That's where you want to go on that side. Nothing from Oakland even raises an eyebrow here, and rightfully so. But that is a massive price on the Pirates at a minus 275. Let's take a look here. Pitching duel maybe north of the border up in the six. The Astros and the Toronto Blue Jays. The Jays a minus 134 favorite here after getting smashed last night by the Houston Astros. A total of seven and a half. And it looks about right. Hunter Brown, a 219 XFIP number over the past 30 days. And as we were leading off a few segments ago here, talking about some of the best pitchers on the card, Hunter Brown, number two over the past 35 days with an XFIP minus number of 59. Taking a look here again at Gaussman, number four on the card at an XFIP minus of 73. So two of the top four pitchers out of 29 pitchers going toe-to-toe today up in the six. So needless to say... Not really looking there to actually wedge my way into an RBI prop or even a team total here. Let's take a look at the Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds. Line today on this game, heavy favor for the Dodgers and Tony Gonsolin at a minus 188 price. A total listed at 10 and a half. Love to see that stuff. That means we're expecting RBI here. Why? 82 degrees in Cincinnati with a wind blowing out to left center field of around 6 miles an hour. No real rain threats in the forecast, but a nice balmy night, and rightfully so. Eli De La Cruz is getting called up today, the number one prospect in Major League Baseball. A shortstop for the Reds. Looks like they're anticipating he is going to lead off. Now, Gonsolin does have good splits between lefty and righties with weighted on base percentages. However, some of those analytical numbers are higher. Tony Gonsolin, 24th on the card today with an XFIP minus of a 117. Now, granted, look at his ERA, 1.95. Look at his XFIP, 5.06 here as listed on Fangraphs. So something has to give in this game. But if we take a look at the Dodgers going up against Weaver, Weaver's not a great pitcher. He does have an elevated ERA over the past 35 days. Sierra number is okay, but also his XFIP minus number is a 100. The problem is he struggles against right-handed batters. The one thing that we do know, he's solid against lefty, talking about Weaver, lefties. Freeman, Muncie, Hayward, and Altman, that's four of them. That'll be lefties, five from the right-hand side, but it is good weather out there between the Dodgers and the Reds. We'll see if that does pay off. Let's keep moving down the list as we go. Boston and Cleveland today. Paxton and Bieber. Paxton is a slight, actually it's a pick now, at a minus 108, both sides here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and another low total of 7.5. Not great batters here lining up, but here's the edge, or here might be the key indicator. The Boston Red Sox against right-handed pitching haven't performed all that well over the past month here, but they do have the abilities to stack left-handed batters. Anticipated in the lineup tonight, Verdugo, Devers, Yoshida, Duran, Cassis, Valdez, and McGuire. That's seven left-handed batters out of nine. Why is that important? Shane Bieber, right-handed pitcher, really struggles against left-handed batters to the tune of a 445 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 183. He's dominated Bieber against right-handed bats. Not going to see a lot of them tonight. So just focus on the lefties. That should be a nice little advantage for the Boston Red Sox. Big Maples on the mound here for Boston. He actually has decent numbers for analytics over the past 30 days. Eighth out of a pitching card of 29 today, rated over the past 35 days with a leech 10 innings pitched. He has an 84 XFIP minus, which is pretty good. Now, granted, his XFIP is round four, which is average. His ground ball rate isn't very good, but he's not giving up a lot. Left-handed pitcher against righty. It's a 307 weighted on base percentage here. Not a great-looking lineup for Cleveland today, but if there are some advantages for them, I don't know, Quan out of the leadoff spot, lefty on lefty, do you really want to go that matchup? Quan has done well against left-handed pitching, and Paxton has struggled, but outside of that, Maybe Boston does have the edge today. The Mets and the Atlanta Braves live from the Big A tonight. 
Last 30 days here, Carlos Carrasco struggling a little bit, but his exit is a little bit high, but his weighted on base percentages aren't bad. 285 to lefties, 305 to righties. Elder on the mound here for the Atlanta Braves, not bad either. Weighted on base percentage of lefties, a little bit raised at a 344 righties, though, at a 280. Bryce Elder on the card today at a 29 eligible pitchers. He's ranked ninth with an 84 XFIP minus. And again, that lineup here for the Mets, not a lot to love. Pete Alonso, 88 at-bats against right-handed pitching over the past month. He's done extremely well. Alvarez also anticipated out of the nine-hole. He's done well with a weighted on-base percentage of a 444 and an ISO power number of a 418. But outside of that, not really looking all that much into this game. Baltimore and Milwaukee here. Peralta will be on the mound. Now, he has a high exit here and doesn't get right-handed batters out. 21st on the card today with a 111 exit minus. It is a great-looking lineup tonight here for the Baltimore Orioles against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. Not necessarily. And also, some of your better hitters, Frazier, Rutschman, Santander, all going to bat from the left-hand side, which Freddie Peralta has done much better from the left-hand side than the right-hand side. The only problem problem here is there's not a lot of right-handed batters I'm going to trust in this lineup to do damage. So a Baltimore Orioles RBI prop for me, probably not coming tonight. Let's take a look at Gibson, who's actually 23rd on the card today with a 117 XFIP minus, a higher XFIP here over the past month. K rate is a little bit low, but take a look at this. 72 batters, Gibson, the right-handed pitcher, is faced from the left side, an 095 ISO power number. To right, he's an 020. So again, probably looking to pass here in this game all the way around. St. Louis and Texas, this is where it starts to get interesting. Libertor is going to be on the mound, and over the past 30 days, he has an ER array of close to 5, an XFIP of 5.12, and a Sierra that's over 5. All disastrous. However, look at his splits here. ISO power number to lefties, he's a left-handed pitcher, keep in mind, 0. To righties, an 097. There's a lineup out here that we're looking at six high-weighted on-base average hitters going up against left-handed pitching, and typically, the Texas Rangers just do damage against any left-handed pitcher. That's a tough one to call, because the analytics say... He's going to get smoked, but the weighted on base percentages sort of scare me off a little bit here. Dunning on the opposite hand, obviously a better pitcher here, I believe, than Libertor, a 92 XFIP minus with an ERA over the past 35 days, 2.28. Look at his ISO power numbers against lefties, an 024 to righties, an 061. So even though I do think Texas is going to win that game, I don't know really how much I'm jumping into that. A minus 146 favorite here at FanDuel with a total listed at 9.5. San Francisco Giants and the Colorado Rockies, maybe the higher one of the higher totals that you're going to see. This one actually looks like it's down to 11.5 now. I wanted to say that line was what? At least 12 or 12 and a half a little bit earlier this morning. So that coming down here. Lamette doesn't have a lot of innings pitched here, but as we know, always tough to pitch, certainly, in Colorado. Uh, Manea, the lefty, will be on the mound. Now, I want to see if that's actually an opener along with Manea, which is typically the case here. Let me just scroll down and take a look, because I know I saw Brebia somewhere listed in there, which he's usually the opener. And he is. So Brebby is going to be the opener tonight. Minea is going to be the long reliever. There are some weather conditions here. They're going to have to worry about with some rain. But it is a 71-degree night out there with the wind blowing out. So you might get some added bats there. But technically, I'm not really looking towards that game. All right, let's get to the crux of the argument of what we've been talking about this entire day. And that's taking a look at the Chicago Cubs team total, which we're going over four and a half, which this morning, I believe, was what? A minus 104 
I believe is what I got that at. So I'm not going to take the time to look that up again because I want to get to a quick setup of this game overall. Now, if we're looking at Anderson, as I said, looking at the pitchers on the card today, 29 rated over the past 35 days. He is the worst pitcher by a mile on the card today. Every analytical measurement that you want to use shows he is terrible. XFIP minus of a 149, almost 50% higher than the league average. An ERA over the past 35 days at over 5. An XFIP number at close to 7. A Sierra rating, which includes defense, over a 6, which a 5 is an absolute implosion. If we're looking right now at the estimated lineup, and granted, the Chicago Cubs didn't perform all that well in San Diego against Blake Snell. However, Blake Snell was a left-handed pitcher, but Blake Snell dominates right-handed batters. Tonight in the lineup, you're going to get all nine batters from the right-hand side. So last night, it didn't look out that looked very good that way, the way it turned out. Today, Anderson, horrendous against right-handed batters. 69 he's faced, a weighted on-base percentage of 361, and an ISO of 220. Ground ball percentage over the last 30 days, 33%, which means 66% are either line drives or balls in the air. Also, strikeout performance for Anderson, under 10%. That means balls are going to be in play today. High K rate for this lineup today? Looks like only about three guys anticipated here for the Chicago Cubs. And get a load of this. Weighted on-base percentages based on today. Now, they're going to update a little bit later and probably get a little bit lower based on their performance yesterday against Blake Snell. But weighted on base percentages, as read, 436, 378, 442, 522, 330, 484, 400, and 794. That's eight out of nine batters that are above average against left-handed pitching over the past 30 days. Am I in love with the Cubs lineup? I think it's great. Absolutely not. But sometimes you just have to take a look at a pitcher that can't get anybody out, and his metrics say he's about to get blown away. That's when even though the Chicago Cubs didn't perform last night, they will perform tonight. I would expect five-plus runs tonight out of the Chicago Cubs and a team total that you want to get down on. And also, take your pick on whatever ERA, excuse me, uh, RBI that you want tonight. Horner, Swanson, Happ, Suzuki, Wisdom, Gomes, Mancini, all viable options. The only guys that would actually back off a little bit. Uh, ISO power numbers are raised across the board. But Morrell, out of the 9-hole, 36% K rate. Mancini in the 7-hole, 36% K rate. Swanson out of the 2-hole, 28% K rate. Everybody else is manageable because, as I told you, even though there's a chance that they can do damage, and no, they don't strike out every single time they get up. Talking about Swanson, Mancini, and Morrell. But if I'm just looking for content with traffic on the bases, it's heartbreaking when you get a strikeout with a runner on third base and less than two outs. That's something to avoid. But for me, by far, the best card on the game to go hunting for a team total, even though it is the Cubs, you got to trust it here. I think the Cubs hit tonight. I think they perform and I think we move our record to 4-1 and one on the season in team totals. Been very low and slow taking my chances there, but really ramping up on RBI props. I believe that is the best way to go. And also, same game parlay that I gave out on the early line. I'll let you know what that is next year if you didn't tune into the early edition today of that show. So... We're ready to go. We're rocking and rolling. It's a Tuesday. Man, where does the time go? I got one more segment to go. Make sure you don't miss out. I'll be right back. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Quick little segment before we get you out of here for the afternoon and hopefully a profitable evening for everybody out there. Donnie Wright side here, solo mission today. We'll be back tomorrow on another solo mission, but there are a couple plays out here. Again, I love the Chicago Cubs team total over four and a half tonight. As you guys know, follow me on Twitter at RightSideVP. Whenever I have anything in the RBI market, I shoot that right out there so we can try to eat. Last night, picked up $9 to the plus. On an RBI round robin. Now, it doesn't sound like much, but it's better than losing money. But tonight, hopefully we can score bigger. There are some really good spots to take a look at. As I said, on the early line this morning, gave out a same-game parlay, which I lost yesterday on. So looking to come back here after a couple wins and get back on the winning streak. Suzuki to get an RBI and a half to get an RBI. Both players from the Chicago Cubs. If they both get that, it's a plus 511 price on that market. JP, let the people know where you're going with tomorrow night in NBA action. Yeah, we're taking a look ahead and going with uh, X-Man's guy and X-Man's birthday. We're going to go with Jamal Murray over his points. Jamal Murray over his points on the road. I actually like Nikola Jokic over his points. And then as K-Dub would probably like this, me saying, you know what? I still think the Heat win, even though I think two guys on the Denver Nuggets go over their points prop totals. It's just the way it is. It's just the way that it does have to work. But tomorrow, we do have NBA action coming on ab absolutely live tomorrow night. So something to talk about. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, still a little bit off there. Thursday, they'll get back started again to see if the Florida Panthers can cash in and at least steal a game or two before sending it back to Las Vegas and something to cheer on. But all eyes will be on the prize tomorrow night. Would love to see the Miami Heat take a lead in that series over the Denver Nuggets and just see where that price point will be at the FanDuel Sportsbook, that 365 DraftKings, to see if they would actually flip to a favorite, having home court advantage and a lead in the series. Because so many times before, we've seen the Miami Heat mispriced here on the open market. 
We'll see what happens tomorrow, but that'll be that. Major League Baseball tomorrow, afternoon edition. We'll be able to watch games live and cheer on. I guarantee you we'll have some RBI props here to cheer on on the show. That'll do it for today. JP behind the wheels of steel. Donnie writes out on a solo mission. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today to Moneyline. Stay tuned for the rest of your programming on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.